Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Ashish Kukreja, who is the founder of Homespy. Uh, hi, Ashish. Welcome to ELI. Hi, Priya. Thanks for having me here. Thank you so much. Uh, Ashish, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience and uh, tell us a bit about your pre-entrepreneurial journey, like uh, where were you born and brought up, uh, where did you study and which all companies did you work for before starting this venture? Sure. Uh, I'm founder and CEO of uh, Homesway.in and uh, Homesway.in, fortunately, is India's first listed real estate brokerage. Uh, and there's a long uh, story, uh, which I will definitely uh, try to cover up in our discussion. Uh, in terms of my background, uh, I come from a small town, uh, this place called Karnal in Haryana. I have, uh, you know, uh, uh, born and, and studied, uh, my, did my schooling uh, in Karnal itself. And uh, after my graduate in, in commerce uh, honors, I, I, start, <clears throat> I did my MBA in finance from Hyderabad, Ikfai Hyderabad, and uh, and then started working. Uh, you know, my first job was in Bombay. I started working with Kodak Securities, and uh, had a great exposure there. And then joined a startup, another startup in uh, in 2005, which was uh, uh, Unicorn Investment Solutions. It was another stockbroking firm, and eventually uh, started on my own in 2010. And uh, and you know, and started building uh, 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 this business. We were uh, in wealth management and financial services in the earlier part of our journey, and then towards uh, you know towards 2013, we completely got ourselves into uh, real estate advisory. And one thing led to another, and today here I am in front of you, and and happy to share uh, my journey and my insights. Thank you. Uh, tell us a bit about HomeSpy and uh, tell us about the uh, problem statement first. What is it solving for? What are the uh, pain points that we have, uh, that our clients have and how we are solving it? Sure, sure. So, uh, you know, uh, we all understand that, you know, I, I'll, I'll probably try to go a little top down here and, you know, this may be a little longish answer, but... Uh, yeah but uh, try and give in perspective, you know, sure. um, so you, uh, you know, I usually tell my team, you know, if, if, if somebody orders a pizza, you know, and what are the names which come to their mind, you know, you can instantly think about Domino's, Pizza Express, Pizza Hut, whatever, and you know, mm. you want to order from one of these places. But when it comes to transaction of a property, you want to sell buy property. Mm -hmm. Can you think of a certain brand can you think of a certain service provider can you think of a certain you know you have a choice when it comes comes to is that you know what choice you want to make in terms of what services you want mm -hmm. that's the problem you know as simple as it may sound in this country you don't have those top three four five brands which have great amount of customer experience you know have great process very, very strong technology backbone to make sure that transaction is a very end-to-end -end experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where the sector is very, very, in a very, very early stage. As contrarian at, as it may sound, a broking sector, a broker out there, you know, that's in a very, very early stage. You go anywhere close, close to this country except 
I'll say just put don't take an example of Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, and Pakistan. You should not, right? Hmm. Singapore, Dubai, and you travel to these <clears throat> countries. These these countries have very mature broking sector, and and that's what India needs. That's what we are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what problem we solve is that you know a lot of things come together to create this end-to-end experience. You know, and a good advisory plays a very critical role in it. You know, it's as simple as that. So. so you know uh, it it is not only just giving you the right information you know it's 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 also about you know again the next example which i which i always give to people who who uh, give us the opportunity or you know who join us you know in in their induction i give this up this this perspective that we are like doctors <clears throat> you know if if you go to a doctor and 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 you believe that you can't trust that doctor you will never spend even a minute there you know the moment you think that yaar ye to fees le raha you know this this guy is not who is really really you know looking to give me a give me a solution right. and you know similarly in this sector it's one of the biggest part of your pocket and you need a very sincere good quality advice a shoulder you know that's the that's a gap we want to fill in and and lot of things come together when i was telling you that is that lot of government initiatives and and all these you know data availability all these things matter a lot you know but at the same time you need a format which can put all of these things together and put you and give it to you as as one one stop solution so that's what we are trying to do uh, it's a complex problem in india india is a very typical country but a very comparable big large market is china i know it's a very broken record sort of a comparison mm-hmm. i don't do it very often but i believe they have done it they have their biggest uh, brokerage or or a advisory company is 30% market share so so i completely believe it took probably 2 2 3 decades or whatever you know to reach to that point uh, but india being india has its own uh, has its own method to things you know we have this tendency to leapfrog many years we have done it in fintech we have mm. done it in uh, many other uh, things you know i see no reason that proptech also ends up becoming one of those leap frog sort of movements in india and hopefully we made we make some sense out of it uh, as a company yeah got it speaking of india being india uh, i would like to ask you this why is the problem a problem in india specifically i think we have done a lot of technology innovations but why real estate is such a industry where there are lot of uh, disconnect lot of you know there sometimes you you sell and buy properties uh, which are uh, you know having disputes and all why is uh, the entire market is such uh, in a disorganized way oh it's a very difficult question to answer actually if you ask me you know and, and again a very contrarian thing which i'm saying that somebody who's been in industry for almost a decade now you know the reason being that we never took uh, this seriously only this government was one which you know with the era and stuff like that you know things somehow they got this concept right that real estate is a very important part of people's life you know so the era itself is a very big reform you know hmm. so to speak but at the same time uh, when i say india i'm not typically saying there's something wrong with us the whole thing is that it's a complex country you know uh, uh, when i we tell that language food changes every uh every let, let's say 10 miles but yeah. uh, in india you know property changes every one mile you know mm-hmm. you travel from one pin code to another pin code and it's a totally different sort of a customer base and and choice and and you know 
and there is standardization is 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 not there you know so you're you're on a street in mumbai and and you look at your left you have a property worth 100000 and you look at your uh probably on your left it may be 10 million dollars you know so it's 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 the complexity right that's what you call complexity right. and in complexity you have all the opportunity right you know any big uh home grown uh, uh you know companies which have you know let's say zomatos of this world or whatever they have if they started thinking that you know it should be like dubai it should be like singapore it should be like us and you know then they will solve this problem then they would not reach where they are today so you know it it has its own set of challenges but obviously uh nowhere on this planet you can uh, you can get the opportunity of this scale as you get in india yeah uh what would you say are some of the differentiators of uh, uh homes by compared <clears throat> to other real estate brokers in india yeah so uh, uh you know uh, to to be in very, to be very precise you know at the end of the day as when you when you come to a services business you will on the face of it not find any you know when you say on the face of it on the front you will not find any 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 difference you know everybody may call that they are they are uh, uh, you know good brokerages but once you go behind the curtain you know and you see uh, how the tech how the services how the people policies you know so many uh, smaller parts to creating a good service company you know uh, uh, at the end of the day uh, you know in in a, in a sector you will have two companies and you know they will they will be doing to different they, they will be addressing to different kind of consumers and or they will be operating at a very different level right you know why is that because you know one company is doing a very different job of the same service as compared to other you know i'm trying to explain it in a very simple way you know mm-hmm. which is backed by a lot of strong teams backed by you know what's your vision backed by you know uh, what's the uh, how do you uh, execute you know what's your technology backbone you know I'll, so you know you know that's the way uh, uh, you create a differentiator so we are building one of the institutions out there you know we getting listed was step in that direction that we uh, fast forward the journey of creating an institution something which is run with all the right uh, ethos and 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 uh, value system uh, because you know that's the one big issue with real estate sector and that's where we want to create all the difference that you know uh, if they come to us and uh, they uh, they can blindly trust in terms of the way things get executed and and you know and with the help of uh, so you know real estate is a function of good advisors mm-hmm. uh, what you call agents right so a, a good knowledgeable happy agent is a function of a good knowledgeable happy customer you know so we sort of see that as a as a big uh, secret sauce of the business and mm-hmm. we believe if we can create high quality service advisors we will be able to solve a lot of problem on the way got it uh, you also said there is some sort of tech play can you tell us how do you leverage technology in providing the best service out there so you know like i told that you know uh, uh, it's a function of high quality advisory so how do you enable those advisors this also so there's uh, the suit of technology which is required to service them to empower them to make them uh, uh, you know service customers timely and and rightly and you know tracking the service levels that's that's the technology which you need you know i'm not going to go too deep here because it's going to be very long long uh, answer here but at the same time once you once you are able to service the customer 
post you know uh, your service a customer how do you sort of do post sales and and how do you sort of bring in information uh, under one umbrella and at the same time you know we are also getting into a, a, a opportunity where we are enabling not just our own agents but market at large we believe that only way we can grow this sector is by sort of spreading the whole learning out there you know to uh, to the market at large and and we have built a magnet called uh, uh, business called my magnet which is uh, which is our offering to uh, uh, market at large and uh, that's where we are bringing the scale to this business you know uh, so when you talk about our our own uh, homegrown uh, brokerage that's homesfy but how uh, we can bring our learnings from homesfy to the smaller players is through my magnet that's that's the two businesses we are building got it tell tell us a little bit more about my magnet i think you are also the co-founder of my magnet uh, tell us a little bit about it <clears throat> yeah so my magnet is is a tech based platform where you know these small mom pop shop brokers you know i i i believe that ones who are are, are looking to grow are are looking to go, provide good services to the consumers and need great support in terms of how they can take their business from one level to another so we sort of go and partner with them make them part of our program and you know uh, uh, start uh, you know start investing in their growth so that's how we you know we probably in a, in a very uh, probably in a very small manner i would explain you what magnet is all about when i say it's tech based it's a app based uh, pr- uh, platform for freelancers you know and then as we grow further up the curve and and these freelancers Uh, sort of grow to small size uh, brokerages or a, or a medium size brokerages we have different uh, tech solutions for them uh, that's the that's the way we are trying to uh, sort of uh, uh, as we learn this business on the way as a brokerage we said we we believe that india is such a big opportunity the first thing we need to do is go out and just distribute the learning you know and and in turn uh, take a very small pie out of that uh, that growth yeah mm-hmm. so uh, any any brokerage firm uh, serves as a, a marketplace for both buyers and sellers so uh, at one end you have to build supply and at the other end you have to build demand as well so can you tell us how do you manage both ends how do you onboard uh, buyers and sellers uh, at uh, both ends sure so fortunately for us because we are on the primary side of the business you know now in in due course of time we will be exploring secondary secondary is when to individuals project mm-hmm. and primary is when uh, you know a large project sells you know uh, inventory to uh, end consumers right. so uh, so supply is sorted when you are in primary supply is sorted you know there's enough and more supply which is looking for players like us to sort of make uh, good sense out of it you know now demand side is where we we have uh, you know our our technology our digital marketing our our agents you know who sort of uh, reach out to the customers and provide them a uh, timely information and and make sure that you know they are uh, uh, they are sort of take you know like i said it's a very 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 crucial decision of anyone's life and and how do you sort of so, sort of they play a critical role there so that's mm-hmm. what you know uh, demand side is all about you know and uh, people so uh, organically inorganically events btls uh, agents referrals you know there's multiple ways by which we get uh, uh we have still we have still not there like the example which i gave you in the beginning pizza you know we still not there that people reach out with the brand and you know but 
our understanding says that india is not too far away uh, from having those two three brands maybe next two three years like uh, you know you you think about couple of brands well, when you need those services you will think about these brands you know mm-hmm. you will be saying to your family that you know okay let's reach out to homes five you know because that's that's where we uh, we should be giving our requirement you know because mm-hmm. they stand for these things and it's better that you know we go to them so that's the way i i see foresee the future like that uh i i think uh, very recently we did ipo of our venture uh yeah. I, ipo is something that is like ultimate ultimate destination for any startup out there uh, so can you tell us uh, about your ipo experience uh, like how, how when did you start thinking about that we have to do ipo <coughs> and what were the hurdles challenges in that and uh, no what was the overall experience no great experience you know uh, uh, like i said it's a little bit of fast forward for us we are still a very small company you know long long way for us to you know uh, get the opportunity uh, the the opportunity which is offered uh, in this sector uh, the reason was we were actually actually looking to raise money and and we found that this route is something which uh, we also believe is right for us because you know like i said we want to institutionalize our business institutionalization means to you know go out there and and be super clean and clear about your your uh, process and your offering uh, we got like minded investors uh, pre ipo and you know that was one big uh, uh, big reason and uh, uh, because you know we were fundamentally building a clean business you know it was easy to, for us to uh, to go for ipo you know we were one of the fastest to get the approval i think within uh, one one and a half month we got approvals which was never happened before so i think this was function of uh, i think the way things were uh, done in last few years and uh, uh, a lot of people ask me you know that the destination but very very different for us it's just a beginning for us you know uh, i completely resonate with that feeling the day we got listed and i i, I was in exchange and the bell was ring ringing and you know i i i could resonate with that feeling that this is day zero you know mm-hmm. we could do whatever we could do so far and that's the reason we are here today but we start fresh from here and yeah. uh, that's the feeling with with all of us we in the team you know it's not just me i'm just talking to you on behalf of many other people uh, behind uh, the we had the scene and and i and i think all of us believe that uh, this is just a day zero for us and long mm-hmm. way to go speaking of fresh start i think uh, homespy is also uh, expanding globally uh, to uh, markets like dubai can you can you tell about uh, that experience uh... yeah so you know uh, india is uh, giving away a lot of good quality people to other countries and when they go there they want to buy back home because the the reason being that they they're they're not getting uh, the prs you know so mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to create a very simple uh, story for you you know so they make a lot of money there and they want to buy back home and dubai is one of the biggest one to attract the talent uh, so uh, so we are in dubai uh, that's the nri opportunity but dubai itself offers a great opportunity to be selling the properties which are there in dubai itself you know because dubai uh, does offer that a huge potential as well so i think that's the window for us to get into the national markets dubai is the first uh, first stop for us and as we progress probably we may we may put effort to uh, grow in other markets as well because indians are everywhere 
but mm. once like i said it's a direction is to first service the nri audience and then get the sense of the market locally and then you know build franchise there as well what were uh, some of the biggest challenges so far uh, along the way that uh, you know uh, you faced uh, while building and growing this venture it's a you know i would i can't pick any specific i think it's it's a learning on the way you know it's is you're learning every day you make mistakes every day and uh, and you know challenges uh, uh, just keep changing their faces you know they mm. they keep coming you know so if 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 there are no challenges then you're not growing i i would believe uh, mm. but you should not repeat the mistakes you know as they say so i think uh, 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 nothing came as a challenge priya you know because everything was you know let's say covid you know it came mm. as a big challenge but it was if that was not to happen then i will not be sitting here and talking to you you know that event itself became a big opportunity because you know we came together as a team we could see the potential of you know what have we made of and you know how we really got through that uh, that difficulty so so at one side you call it a challenge but other side you know i call it a fortunate event you know so so for the business you know so so i think uh, nothing as such really you know i guess in between if you ask you know if you push me that you know because of few deaths in the in the sector you know prop tech was never on the radar of lot of vcs and no we could see lot, when capital was required it was not there for us even even when we were building a good clean business you know and sizable opportunity uh, so but again that's the opportunity we would have not got ipo if if we would have uh, you know so you know i'm a little philosophical here right you know it's like it keeps uh, challenges are the part of the business yeah mm. um tell, tell us a bit about your personal journey as an entrepreneur i think uh, uh, you worked for uh, major financial corporations like kotak and unicorns investments uh, why did you jump into entrepreneurship what made you or what triggered your switch into entrepreneurship again you know i don't have a very exciting story to tell you know it's like not that i know typically i you know you people say that you know this is a problem i faced and i wanted to solve it you know and nothing like this happened uh, for me um it was very natural progression uh, fortunate to have few people uh, you know uh, backing me you know uh, and uh, and uh, somewhere you know uh, this the dots get connected right you know uh, i was always uh, always somewhere uh, entrepreneur in you know in my journey when i was in college when i was in uh, i was always doing my stuff as if i am you know mm-hmm. even if i was in a job i used to never treat it that as a job i was treat it as my own business mm-hmm. you know and uh, so nothing changed you know today also it's my job and my business both so so i think uh, uh, you know it's a very boring answer for you and your audience i know it's just that i uh, uh, i i i read a lot you know i was i was always uh, uh, very motivated uh, uh, to create things you know and mm-hmm. and uh, books have played a very important role so i think one of one of the books somewhere sort of would have uh, helped me take this decision yeah my final question and then we'll end the session so all all these years of entrepreneurship i think it's been more, more than a decade now uh, i i'm sure you would have learned lot of lessons so can you tell us some of the top lessons that you learned 
which we can take away and probably can apply to our ventures as well yeah again you know i'm learning still so uh, i'm not sure if i i will be able to do justice to this question but i'll still try you know uh, uh see i think one is that you need to uh, uh you need to be very confident you know it's like it's very so- sounds very basic but if you're getting into something you need to be very very confident uh, about yourself and you know uh, be a great student of the game you know uh, listen, listen to you know as they say uh, you know get the rules right you know if you want to play the game right you need to know the rules right so invest a lot in terms of understanding your sector yourself your team build a great team you know you're nothing without team you know if you don't invest in people you will always and always uh, suffer you know if one lesson i can tell you that you should always uh, get the right uh, people to to back you mm-hmm. uh, and i think at the same time uh, you need to have a problem solving uh, sort of a you know like i said in the when you also asked about challenges you know everything anything coming blocking you should be seen as an opportunity you know you don't have to get bogged down if anything comes you know you have to look as one of the stepping stones you know because things will not go your way sometimes you know they will not turn out the way you wanted them to mm-hmm. and you know you should be prepared you should be ready to uh, sort of uh, you know uh, handle them uh, be humble be grounded you know uh, at the same time things will go your way you will hit those highs so don't think that you are doing it you know there are a lot of things coming together you know which are making you uh, uh, feel it experience it you know it's your team it's your sector it's you know something to get sometimes you also get lucky so give yeah. a due respect to that luck on the way you know that you survived like we survived in covid as a business so so all that is important uh yeah i think i can go on take care of your health very important you know it's it's uh, your energy levels are very critical for you to build businesses mm. and if you take care of your health uh, you know you will always uh, be able to uh, be you know asset to your team uh, yeah i think that's about it uh, uh, i'm still learning so maybe next time i'll add some more lessons to what you asked yeah <laughs> sure uh, thanks for joining us asis it was a pleasure to have you on our sure. platform and our best wishes for home likewise likewise priya thank you so much have a have a nice day bye you too